0: Welcome to the Happiness Podcast. I'm Dr. Robert Puff. Busy, busy, busy. Boy, can we be busy. We can be so active that the second our alarm goes off in the morning to the second we put our head down at night, that we just move at a frenetic pace throughout the day. So when our head does hit the pillow at night, we're exhausted. We did so many different things, and yet often we still don't feel like we accomplished everything we set out to do that day. What's this all about? Where does this busyness come from? Although I don't think we can give credit to him figuring it all out, Henry David Thoreau did make some great discoveries when he spent two years in the 19th century living by a lake called Walden. And he lived there in such a way that he decided, I'm going to live here so I take care of my basic needs, and the rest of the time I'm going to spend time with friends, go for walks, read, and really just enjoy life. His book, Walden, really describes the beauty of nature and how much of a wonderful time he had when he did have time. But that book, which I've read several times, though it's a hard read, it is a beautiful read. But there's one quote out of there that I really like that I'd like to share with you. Henry David Thoreau writes, Our life is fretted away by detail. Simplify, simplify, simplify. I say, let your affairs be as two or three, and not a hundred or a thousand instead of a million count half a dozen and keep your accounts on your thumbnail the part that i like that's very famous and worth heeding, is simplify 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 i think why we go through life so exhausted and at such a frenetic pace is because we take so many things on we really don't have time to enjoy life but thankfully besides reading walden I had a great experience when I was in college. It really changed my life. One summer I worked really hard throughout the summer so that from the 2000 I had saved, the next summer I was able to go to Europe and take a URL pass and ride a bike for three months and really got to see how Europeans lived. Now I had grown up in the Midwest where people worked really hard and sometimes never took vacations at all. But what I discovered in Europe was they start off often at six weeks and go up to eight weeks right away, and then they also regularly don't work long weeks. They actually take time off for lunch, they take time for dinner, and they don't work our crazy schedule. And what I discovered was, maybe they didn't have as much as we did in America, but they had more time. Time to spend times with family, times to really enjoy connections, times to be in nature, and even times to travel. And it's not that everything about Europe is great, and everything about America isn't, It's just that I was given an option. I realized that I could enter the workforce and work myself very hard for many, many years and then someday look forward to retirement. Or I could try to get a job where I worked and worked hard, but maybe not as hard. And also enjoy the journey of life instead of waiting till someday I'll enjoy life when I retire. I have to live on less if I did it that way. But I could enjoy life a lot more if I lived that way. And it really changed my life, even the career path I was on. And I'm very thankful for that experience because I really have practiced trying to keep my life fairly simple, where I do have time to exercise. I have time to spend time with friends. I have time to be in nature. I have time to travel. I mean, there are sacrifices because of that. Because I work for myself, every time I take time off from work, I don't get paid. I don't get paid vacation, so I'm not making any money when I'm on vacation. But I am enjoying myself, and I'd rather enjoy myself than just work all the time. So let's talk about how we can learn from Henry David Thoreau and learn to simplify, 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 so that we can enjoy life, enjoy the journey of life, and have a happy life all along the way, instead of what a lot of people do, say, someday I'll be happy, someday I'll enjoy my life, after I reach a point where I'm ready for it and have the time for it. What's better is to enjoy life now because the key is we don't know what the future holds. If you've been listening to this podcast, one of the arguments I make is life is impermanent. It has a lot of unpredictability to it. So if we're enjoying life along the way, we're definitely going to be happier than if we're waiting to enjoy life. I mean, that just makes kind of sense. So, how do we go about doing this? Well, that's getting back to Thoreau's statement of simplification. If our lives are full of activities, I mean, whether it's work or volunteering or just doing things for other people and not enjoying the here and now, then life will go by very quickly and we're going to miss out on a whole lot of it. So, of course, we may not today be able to just change our lives, find different work, cut back, simplify our lives. But what we can do is begin to move in that direction. So let's talk about how do we do that? How do we begin to simplify our lives? Well, the first thing we need to do is become self-aware. Being aware of what we're doing is the first step towards change. What are we doing? How busy are we throughout the day? And we have to pause and say, okay, how many activities am I involved with that are just keeping me at that frenetic pace so I have no time to spend time in nature, to go on vacation, to just enjoy life? And when we see what our life is filled with, then the next step we do is say, okay, of all these things we're doing, is there anything I could do a little less of? A lot of what keeps us stuck is fiduciary reasons. What I mean by this is we start making a certain amount of money and we spend that amount of money so that we now have to work at a certain pace to keep those bills paid. So what we can do is begin to move in the opposite direction. A lot of this has to do with keeping up with the Joneses. Again, I remember growing up when I was in high school, and we had our high school prom. Well, they had prizes that you could win if you went to the prom, and one of the prizes was a limousine that would take one couple to the prom for that evening. And I remember one of my best friends won, and he really enjoyed it. But only that couple had a limousine. Here in California, where I live now, when proms happen, everyone gets a limousine. Well, not everyone, but a lot of people do. And um, it's expensive. It costs a lot of money. So we do that not because we need it, but because we want to keep up with everyone else. And a lot of that comes from media. Media tells us, hey, you need this really nice car. Hey, you need to go to prom in a limousine. Hey, you need to have this really big house, even if there's just two people there, just because it's cool. Unfortunately, what that does is that keeps us financially trapped because we're keeping up with the Joneses now. And the Joneses are just the people we live around. Some of the people I work with, their Joneses have multiple homes, so they try to keep up by having multiple homes too. We may think that's silly, but whatever world we're in, we have a tendency to try to keep up with other people. And when we do that, we may keep up with them, but then we're not having time to enjoy life. And we're sacrificing our lives just to keep up with other people. In a sense, we're letting other people control our happiness. And we sure don't want other people to be controlling our happiness. We'd rather be the one that makes choices to decide how happy we're going to be. Well, we're going to do that by one simple thing, by simplification. And that means time. You see, we can only do so many things in one day. We all know that. But what we have to decide is what's important is going for a walk by the park. Important to us is spending time with family and friends. Important to us is taking care of our bodies physically by working out or taking a yoga class important to us. If the answer is yes, which I'm sure it will be for most of the listeners on this podcast, then we need time for that. We get time for that by having time and we get time by not being too busy in other areas. How it relates to the work world is if we have a lot of expenses, then we're going to have to go to work. We may not be able to take all our sick leave because we have to work and we need that little extra income because money is so tight. We may not be able to switch jobs if that's the right choice for us because we are living paycheck for paycheck. But if we begin to move in the opposite direction where we're not spending too much, we begin to spend less, then we have options. We have options for self-care. And we can work in the direction of simplification. I remember a couple I knew once that really had a very modest income. But the husband liked cars. And it was time, he felt, for them to get a new car. And I knew they were struggling. I was pretty good friends with both of them. I encouraged them just to hang on to their car. Because they could fix it and make it last a lot longer. I've had cars last for 14 years. But he was convinced that he needed a new car. And that car was going to break. So they ended up selling it to their next door neighbors. And 10 years later, that car was still running fine. I mean, it wasn't perfect, but it was still running. And he had, since that time, had those car payments. If he had kept his car, he would have had less payments and thus more time for himself because his payments wouldn't have been as exhausting and he could slow down and enjoy life more. But when we have a lot of expenses, we just don't have time for it. So we have to look at our lives and say, okay, How full is my life with activities? I mean, it's not always work. It can be being actively involved in our church. It can be actively involved in our kids' programs. It can be actively involved in a lot of different things that we do that keep us busy. But these busy things really don't set aside time for us to enjoy life. And I'm not trying to encourage us to be selfish. It is wonderful to give to others. Absolutely wonderful. But we matter too. We need to have time. To give to ourselves so that sometimes we can take a break for the day and go out for a hike or spend time in nature or even go on a short vacation they're really good for our souls when we have those breaks but if we're going all the time we don't get that so what we need to look at is saying okay what can I do to provide for my family or myself and make sure that I'm contributing back for the world and have time for myself it's really a balance and when we do that life goes well a lot better but we have to simplify we have to let things go there's actually two letters of the alphabet we have to get really good at and these two letters are N and O what we typically do is when someone asks us a favor or we take on a new project at work or we get involved in an activity we say yes to everything well, when we say yes to everything, then there's not time to do things that are good for us, that contribute to our happiness, and we suffer. It's not that we have to say no to everything. We have to say no to certain things and decide what's important. I had a professor when I was in graduate school that gave really good advice. He said, I think it's really good to help organizations, but pick two and get actively involved in them, and then limit yourself to this, those two. Don't be involved in 15 or 20 support two activities that make the world a better place and just stick to those. And then if you're going to switch one, drop one and pick up a new one. But when we limit ourselves, then we have time, yes, to make the world better, but also time for ourselves. It's that balance. And when our lives are full, the balance just gets skewed. And unfortunately, what happens is, what suffers the most is our self-care. When we don't make time for self-care, Good luck to being happy. It's very hard to be happy if we're not making time for it. We have to have time to do things every day, throughout the day, that put smiles on our face. A lot of moms struggle with depression when they're raising their kids because they're so busy all the time doing things for everyone else that they have no time for themselves. And it's not that they can't be great moms, but it's a balance between being a great mom and taking care of themselves. I see this with a lot of people finishing college, they get their first job, and they really put a lot of effort into doing a great job, but unfortunately it has a lot of expenses to it because they don't have time to work out anymore, they don't have time to take care of themselves, and yeah they may get promoted and move up in their career, but it has a price tag to it, sometimes a really high one. So we may not get as far in life when we simplify our lives, but we have better lives, it's quality over quantity. Yes, we actually may make less. We probably will, but we'll enjoy life along the way. Now, not everyone will agree with this. They may say it's more important to amass things and impress people, but we're probably listening to this podcast because we hold a different value. We want to be happy now and not someday I'll be happy, but being happy now means making time for it. And if our lives are more simple, if they aren't so full of different activities that we're giving to other people or our work or whoever it may be, then we'll have time to metaphorically smell the roses. And it's good when we do that. When we take time to smell the roses, then we can have a beautiful life. There's another saying I like we can have anything we want in life but we really can't have everything so if we want to do awesome in our career maybe become CEO of our company it probably will mean at the expense of a lot of other things I mean most CEOs of fortune 500 companies work a hundred hours a week I mean if you don't believe me talk to them I have worked with some of them and they really work hard I'm not trying to be critical of them but it does have a price tag success often has a price tag if we take time for ourselves to enjoy the journey of life then when we're on our deathbed we can say wow I had a great life What a lot of people who work super hard say is I wish I had spent more time with my family and friends they don't say I wish I had spent more time at the office now this can be a little subtle I mean we may say hey Dr. Puff I really like to watch these three shows every week in these sporting events But now, because I spend perhaps 20 hours a week on the computer, watching television, things like that, I'm not having time to be in nature. I'm not having time to meditate. I'm not having time, again, to metaphorically smell the roses or go on vacation. We can fill our lives with anything. We can be retired and be very busy. It doesn't matter what we're doing. It's just how we're using our time well. And it's amazing how things can fill our time. That are often dysfunctional I mean we all know the story of we come home we get on our computer to look something up and three hours have gone by and we just wasted that time we could have gone on a walk we could have taken a nice bath we could have gone and planted some flowers instead we just wasted it doing nothing so again we're not going to change this overnight we never do but what we can do is begin to simplify our lives And we do that again by saying no to things and saying, oh, okay, I do need to not take so many things on. So when a new opportunity comes along, we have to say, one, are we too busy? Or what am I going to give up to take on this new opportunity instead of taking it on and everything else? Then our lives just get crazy. I mean, really crazy. We're drinking 10 cups of coffee just to get through the day. And that just has consequences to it. Lots of them. So, we have to work towards simplification. Simplify, simplify, simplify. I mean, we're probably not going to do what Henry David Thoreau did and live at a lake for two years and make our lives really simple. But we could move in that direction. We could perhaps consider in a few years getting a smaller home. We could keep our cars a little bit longer. We may not go for that job promotion that, yeah, it would make us more money, but now we get no vacations or very little because we're working all the time we may say no to some of the volunteer work we do again we'll still do it but maybe not all the time we may not sign our kids up to every new class so we're driving all the time and just being busy 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 we can be very busy but we need time just to be able to do nothing and take naps meditate and again as i always say spend time in nature spending time in nature is great for our souls that's why walden was such a popular book and is still a great read because he talks about how beneficial it is to be in nature another great naturalist who I love is John Muir he wrote some wonderful books about the Sierras and talks about the benefits of being in nature so we can do well when we simplify our lives and have time to be happy happiness like everything takes time it takes effort. And we can do it, but we have to set aside time for that. And the way we do that is by simplifying our lives, keeping our lives to two or three, not to a hundred or a thousand. So let's work this week towards making our lives a little simpler and see if we can make time for the things that fill our cup up and don't deplete us. Things that give us, when we're done with them, a fuller feeling of life instead of depleting us. I think we all know when we spend time on the computer or watch shows, we can at the end feel very depleted. But when we do things like go for a walk in a park or in nature, we feel a lot better. So let's begin to work in that direction, do little steps that improve. And what we'll find is in a few months, in a few years, we can have the most amazing life possible. But we have to start now. So let's begin by simplifying our lives and spending time on the core things that put that smile on our face. Thank you for joining me on the happiness podcast. If you'd like to learn more about the world of happiness, or if you're new to this podcast and want to listen to others, please go to www.happinesspodcast.org. That's happinesspodcast.org. You can listen to them there on the site, or you can go to iTunes and put them on your phone and listen to them on your phone when you're traveling. Also, if you are benefiting from this podcast and would like to share that benefit with others, when you're at the website, you'll see on the left-hand column a little G plus and a little Yelp. If you click on them, it's really easy just to leave a review. Just go ahead and leave a review about how it's benefiting you. And that helps others to learn about this podcast. It's a great way to help others around the world begin to listening too. So if you are benefiting, I'd love to have you share your comments. Until next time, accept what is, love what is.